The angels beckon me to heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Amen. This world is not our home. Amen. The people of this world are really not your friends. The same salvation that changed your life and made you who you are this morning can change their life. He's interested in you touching him this morning and him touching you and him ministering to you and him helping you. Welcome to Naked Pentecostalism. I'm your host, Isaac Coverstone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. There's been a little bit of news that came out of my old church, and they kind of got somewhat famous on the Internet just uh, within within the ex-Pentecostal slash atheist community in the last week or so. And so I just want to briefly describe what that event was before we go into the topic for today. There was a midweek lesson being taught by Steve Fackler, who's the longtime deacon slash assistant pastor at our church. And so he was teaching a lesson about something. I don't know what the original topic was, but he got off into this topic of respect and submission and obedience to the to the preacher which is a frequent discussion at my old church it's nothing new and to illustrate this point they he we got another member of the congregation to get up in front of the group and basically stand next to him uh, by the podium and then made him kneel down and then made him bark like a dog and then after that, you know, the person got up and basically gave him a hug and said, thanks, <laughs> you know, like, you know, thanks for humiliating me. And so the, the, this was to illustrate this point of just do whatever the preacher says, no matter what, which is just incredibly like, this is, this is not what you want to be teaching young kids or anybody who's gullible and impressionable. You know, just do whatever this guy tells you to do. And reinforcing that mentality that there's just a recipe for disaster in that line of thinking, especially in, you know, just a religious setting because that's how we got Jim Jones and all the other cult leaders is, is through that line of, of reasoning. So what the topic I really wanted to get to, though, is this kind of double thinking that's so prevalent in different aspects of Pentecost and probably in other religions too. Um, I, I think it's probably something that exists in Mormonism and JWs and that kind of thing. Really to describe it, to give an example. Uh, so, so this video that was published, Maybe just a day or two after it kind of went viral online, on it went on TikTok, went on YouTube, and other Facebook pages, and they took the video down from the original hosting site. Now, of course, it was way too late at that point because it's been re-uploaded and downloaded and copied, and it's not going to die basically at this point. But you know, there's there's a message there about maybe self-awareness shame that basically if you 
if you really feel so badly about something that you said or did that you would try to bury it and you would try to delete it and you would try to take it out of the public view, like that says something about about how you perceive yourself. You know, do you get what I'm saying? So if, if you really want to defend what you're saying, if you really believe what you're saying is true and valid, then you don't, you don't delete it and you don't take it down. You don't just like make every attempt to delete it from the public view and prevent people from, from seeing it. Like that kind of shows an awareness that, Hey, what I'm, what I believe, what I teach, what I push is actually embarrassing. This is actually something that I don't want just everybody in the general public to have access to. Now, this is not a, a one-off deal. This is something that's fairly common in, in the mentality of, of extreme fundamentalism. So when and I remember like having this the same mentality when I was deep in it, you know, there, there's some aspects to the religious uh, beliefs that you feel uncomfortable sharing with the general public. You know, some random person walks up to you on the street and they're like, hey, you're Pentecostal, do you, do you speak in tongues? You know, and, and like just explain that completely out of context to this random stranger. That's kind of weird, right? Like that's that makes you really uncomfortable. You're like, you're trying to um, share the context of, of how that works, but it really doesn't work unless you're in a specific mentality and you're in a specific, you know, way of thinking. So you have to kind of backpedal a little bit and like try to lay the groundwork. Oh well, uh, tongues happens. It's a special gift that you know, blah blah blah, and, and they have to kind of like set the stage. But the same applies to just tons of other beliefs that they have. Like someone walks up and says, "Hey, why don't you have a television? Why don't you uh, go to the baseball game? Why don't you listen to modern music and all this stuff?" And and they'll basically have to again, you have to try to make this elaborate explanation that's not going to make any sense to that person, you know, like, let's be realistic. No matter how well somebody uh, makes the argument for Pentecostal or JW or Mormon beliefs and standards, they're not going to make sense to anybody right off the street. Because the only way it makes sense is if you're just immersed in that, in that cult mentality for a long period of time to where your own identity is just dissolved into that group thing and, and, and you've basically lost all of your, your personal feelings on the matter. And that happens to a lot of people. It, it's, it's, it's how they get stuck in there and they get immersed and then things, they, they lose that sense of that this is wrong or this is unusual and you're surrounded by people that are telling you it is normal and it is perfectly rational. And, and so what we're seeing is really a cognitive dissonance that 
the person's brain is aware that this is a bad thing. It's humiliating to tell an adult man to kneel down and bark like a dog. It's, it's abnormal. It's not something that should ever be done by a preacher, by a boss, by, by a, a high school teacher, any, anybody in a position of authority should not be abusing the authority in a way to humiliate another person, you know, regardless of their intention, it's just not, it's just not done. You know, if I have to explain it to you, then you're already too far gone, but you are, see, that's the thing. They are aware of how it looks and how it's the, the negativity of how it's portrayed because they're making all these efforts to remove it from the public eye and prevent people from sharing it and seeing it. So it's, it's this dichotomy, right? It's this constant balance between the two worlds of this is wackadoo, this is crazy, but we still cling to it. We still teach it, but we have to keep people from seeing it until they're ready for it. Right. And that's, that's more or less like how so many different aspects of that belief system work, you know, they, they would, and, and they would tell people right up front, you know, when you're out there witnessing door knocking, trying to invite people to, to be converted, you know, to come into church and become a member, like, don't tell them about all the rules right up front. Don't tell them that they got to get rid of their pants if they're a woman or they're going to cut their hair if they're a guy and, and don't tell them they have to get rid of their makeup and their wine and, and their jewelry and, you know, just, just let them get in the door and try it out and then let everything else just come to them naturally. And in reality, they're 100% aware that those beliefs and those standards and those rules would just scare the living daylights out of somebody if they're dumped on them all at once. So they want to gradually acclimate people to the insanity, and then eventually they they give in to all these rules through this through this slow process. And that's that's how a cult works, you know. Like you look at any crazy religious group in history and yeah you don't bring people in cold turkey you just like you find people that are vulnerable and you find people that are in a state where they're emotionally not you know they're not processing information right and you just give them all this support and love and and you slap them on the back and you're giving them handshakes and you're taking them out to dinner and you're making them feel so welcome and involved, and this is their social club that they've always wanted. And then before they realize it's too late, they're cutting off every connection to their family. They're cutting off connections to coworkers and friends, and they're subsumed in this new lifestyle. And it's a trap. You know, that's, that's all there is to it. But make no mistake, they are aware of how it looks. They're aware of how messed up and weird it is because they take efforts to conceal it and they are not upfront about it. They're not transparent at all. You have to really dig to get those admissions out of them. But 
this simple act here of, of you know, deleting a video, taking it off of the host websites, this is a prime example of that of that mentality. This is this is shame. This is a kind of embarrassed um, cognitive dissonance. And yeah, the I'm I'm honestly curious to see how deep it goes. Like I'm making every effort I can to share the video, uh, re-download it, host it on my own video sites. Basically, just shove this in their face until something breaks. I want to see if they'll either double down and just basically come out and say they're 100% behind it, or if they'll turn around 180 degrees and try to backpedal on it. I, I really don't know how they'll, maybe they'll just keep trying to ignore it. This is kind of new territory for them. Like this church has always been off social media they've been off the internet they've just recently i mean just in the past couple of years started to get facebook accounts and and go full-on instagram and really push their uh their presence online so this is going to be kind of new territory as far as getting pushback from people and it's very interesting i'm i'm, I'm pretty excited to see what's going to happen so watch the space. Uh, I'll keep you guys updated if anything comes up. But that's basically what I wanted to share. It was just kind of that story of how that turned out. I will link the video in the description, but it's also pretty easy to find on my YouTube page, my TikTok, uh, Facebook account. So just go looking around for those if um, if that's easier. But yeah, check it out. It's definitely kind of wild. And we will see you on the next go around. All right, peace out, guys. God's able to work out the trouble in your life. He's able to work out the problems that you deal with. God loves you. God cares about you. God's going to change things.